If by the end of the day, on the day I'm supposed to get paid, I ain't moving my truck. I'm telling Damn. you, I'm not. I don't care what anybody says. And when a company says, oh, yeah, well, we got a bank here. We got this going on. Let's see. This is just it's a technical problem. <laughs> you know what? I'm saying, you know what? Kiss my technical butt, buddy. I want my money and I want it now. I would, get, I would get one of those boots and put it on the tire so that no one could take that tractor. That's right. That's a, I, 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 would, I would hold that tractor hostage till my paycheck was paid. I like that idea. Carry your own boot drivers. Yep. Because I'm telling you straight up, when a company doesn't pay you, something is wrong. Okay, because let me tell you something about a trucking company this big. That story of a big trucking company ripping off truckers and much, much more on today's episode of Talk CDL Trucking Podcast. Enjoy. All right, Ruthann, here we are, Talk CDL, and we are in the, almost the last week of April. Yeah, it's getting, it's closing up. Summer is approaching and rates still haven't come up. Uh, the uh, reason I say that is because I've been viewing the rates for the last couple of weeks on the spot market. They're terrible. Hate to be like the, the, uh. The podcast that gives the crap news all the time, but you know we give the good, the bad, and the ugly, and uh, it's not looking good. Still, usually by now the rates have come up, and the freight is usually more prevalent. Right now it's not, and I've got a little bit of news. I, I I've got this trucking company that is in a lot of trouble. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's it's bad. It's very bad. I've been hearing stuff for the last couple of weeks about them. They're out of Chicago. Actually, I'm not even allowed to say their name right now because of stupid things. But I will say this is a very big giant company that's up up in that area mm-hmm. and they are hurting. They're skimming off the top on their drivers right now. Um, the, there's a lot of reports about this company, um, skimming off the rate com are you know, a lease purchase company, a 1099 company and, and drivers. I was just talking, I just literally this morning talked to a driver and they're with this company and they're like, they didn't even get a paycheck last week. That's so sad. And when you've got a lot of trucks and you go a week without paying your drivers, there, it's only a matter of time till all of a sudden within weeks, you're going to see a company like that just fold because what happens is when you all of a sudden, if you don't pay your drivers, most drivers are smart enough to say what, Hey, you, you get me my check or you can come pick your damn truck up. Right. You know, that's really, I mean, if, if I was on the road and my, my paycheck went one day late. Okay. My, my advice to every truck driver, as soon as your paycheck is one day late, or even at the end of the day when it normally, like if you get paid on a Friday by 3 o'clock every week and then all of a sudden it's like 6, 7 o'clock and the check hasn't come through, I'd be ringing, my, I'd be ringing their phone off the hook. I can say a, a good legitimate company, if something happens, you know, systems have crashed where the accounting system, they're trying to input the information for the drivers to get their pay, for it to go through their direct deposit. That has happened. But generally a good company, when they see that happen... And they know IT or whoever it is going to take a, a, you know, a day to get it fixed. They're notifying the driver saying, hey, we've had an issue. They'll be in there. It's just going to be a few hours later than normal. Please don't be surprised. You know, we're taking care of you. They still let the drivers know. It's when they don't tell you a thing that they're being sneaky. Okay, so now, listen, you guys just heard me talk, and then you heard Ruthann talk. And I got to tell you, like, I've been with Ruthann for almost 30 years, and she is the voice of reason, but it gets under my skin when she does it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you that right now. It's just disgustingly <laughs> true. See, Ruthann's like Florence Nightingale. It's like, oh, everything's going to be 
be fine. You know, she looks at the positive. You know, see, I don't do that, do I, Ruthann? Do I look at the positive? No, my cup's I, half I try, full, his cup's half empty. I'm like, fill my damn cup. Okay, so so realistically, Ruthann's saying, okay, it could be a little mistakey poo, you know, maybe something happened. I did happened. not say it like that. Well, well, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> when I'm hearing you talk, I'm going, okay, it's a mistakey poo, right? But see, to me, I'm going, screw that. My paycheck was due three hours ago. I want to know. In fact, I, I didn't get finished telling you about this driver. Yeah. He, he said, they stopped talking to me two days ago. So, you know, he hasn't been paid since last Friday with this big company that's out of the Chicago area. He hasn't been paid. So my guess is there is no glitch. Okay. No, there, there's no glitch with that one. There's no glitch. And, and, and again, going back to my advice, if by the end of the day, on the day I'm supposed to get paid, I ain't moving my truck. I'm telling no. you, I'm not. I don't care what anybody says. And when a company says, oh, yeah, well, we got a bank here. We got this going on. Let's see. This is just it's a technical problem. <laughs> you know what? I'm saying, you know what? Kiss my technical butt, buddy. I want my money and I want it now. I would, because- get, I would get one of those boots and put it on the tire so that. No one could take that tractor. That's right. That's a, I, that, I would I would hold that tractor hostage till my paycheck was paid. I like that idea. Carry your own boot drivers yep. because I'm telling you straight up, when a company doesn't pay you, something is wrong. Okay, because let me tell you something about a trucking company this big. They know that if the payroll ain't there, the freight ain't getting delivered. And it's just a snowball effect from there. Then all of a sudden, p- uh, people are going to start calling in loans, floor plans, Everything isn't going to get paid, and trucks are going to get repoed. It's just going to be a nasty mess, and everybody knows it starts with when you don't pay your drivers. Mm -hmm. So now, I have no idea how many drivers at this company didn't get their paycheck, but I do know this. This guy, I spoke with him for an hour just talking. He called in, and I'm going to tell you, he sounded legitimately being uh, like he's honest person. Right. You know how, you know, I've got a bullshit detector built in, and I'm going to tell you something. He was... Was just super polite. wasn't putting He wasn't putting them down. No. He even said, "Listen, man, uh, they told me that I'm a good driver. He's only been there two months. He said I'm a good driver. I've been running. He said last week I ran or the week before I ran three thousand miles and my paycheck was two hundred and thirty nine dollars. And he's a lease purchase driver. Exactly. That's that's what I'm getting at. So drivers, I'm telling you, if you're on a lease purchase right now and you're on the spot market, be very careful." It's very volatile. It's very dangerous. You're on shaky ground right now. It's the truth, Ruthann. It is true. They are on shaky ground. And some of these companies are like walking this fence of paying their truck payments and paying their light bill and 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 buying food for their own kids at home versus paying the drivers. And it's a, it's got to be a nightmare for them and you. So all I'm saying is one time that check is late. One time. See, this driver, Ruthann, he said last Friday, today's Wednesday, we're doing this podcast on a Wednesday, okay? Mm-hmm. Just so everybody knows our our timeline. So this guy didn't get paid last Friday. Here it is Wednesday. They stopped talking to him two days ago because he was calling saying, hey, I really need my check. My rent's due. He mm-hmm. told me, he's a, the guy lives in Atlanta. He's like, I, I live in Atlanta. My rent's $2,500. Ouch. Exactly. My, I was saying ouch too. Do you remember our first rent we were, when we got married? So $325 in a one-bedroom apartment in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. And I'm going to tell you something. We were cocking a walk, man. It was like nothing. But anyways, here we are today in 2023. Actually, it was $285. 285. Okay. It it went up. It it was cheap. But here we are, 2023. And people are paying $2,500 for rent. And then they're working for trucking companies that aren't paying them. And I'm just here to tell all these drivers, guys, be careful. Yeah, of course. Be careful. If if somebody's late, 
stop right there. Nobody should be late on your check, especially right now. It's too ironic. It's too quink. What's he, what do you call it? A quinky dink? It's, it's too freaking coincidental. There's no way that ironically in the roughest times when trucking companies are having a hard time that you all of a sudden can't pay me and it's a mistake. Bullshit. I ain't moving my truck and I'm going to get the boot Ruthann's talking about and I'm going to boot this truck and you ain't getting your truck. I mean, well, you can't. Here's one thing they can't do. They can't go hiding the truck and stealing the freight yeah. because you can get in trouble with the law that way because it's not your truck driver. But what you can do for real is you can stop. You can stop and say, I'm not going any further because why why should you? This guy's about to give him a second week. It's a labor thing. Ruth it's Ann, a labor thing. You're you're that's your pay. It's your labor. Right. Pay the laborer. Ruth Ann, in two days, he's gonna be at check number two that he because I told him, I said, if they haven't given you your first check, or it's not his first check, but if they haven't given you last week's check, this week's check is due in two days. Yeah, and they, they could end up using the excuse that they're gonna pay him for both checks in one. I'm just saying, that could come up. But either way, oh, watch just, stuff. You don't want to get taken advantage of. Did you just do another mistakey poo? He, oh, they might be No, I'm, I'm not saying that it was a mistake. I'm saying that they might try and say that. Oh, they might try to say that we were just oh, going to yeah, Just keep running, keep running. We're going to put um, last week's check on this week's check and just pay for both. Yeah, screw that. I'm, I'm stopping my truck, I'm telling you, because I guarantee you that this coming Friday, this guy ain't getting paid. When you don't get paid last week and 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 this coming Friday, um, you're supposed to pay me again. It's too, too crazy, too coincidental, too much BS. I've got a family to take care of. I'm out of here and I'm going to go find another job. And I was, I was talking to this guy. I'm like, well, what's, what's going on? Can you get another job? He qualifies. This guy's like been working. He worked for some really nice big companies. He's accident free, ticket free. He's a guy that'll stay out for a month at a time. He's a good driver and he's working for this crapper up there in Chicago. And I'm telling you, it's not looking good for him and it's not looking good for this company. You know, um, Here's one thing that you have to think about with most drivers. You've already ran and turned in your, your sheets for what you, you know, your, your, your paperwork. So the fact that he, they're missing a check, it's, he's already turned in. Like most companies, you've already turned it in on what some of them say Sunday and then you'll get your paycheck on Friday. So they can't say, Oh, well you got to turn in the rest of your paperwork for you to get paid Friday. It's already been turned in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's no excuse. No, there's none. There's none, 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 none. Ruthann, I am so pumped up over that. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. We planned on doing this pop. This podcast, and then I talked to him, this driver earlier, and he pumped me up so bad. My pressure went up. I'm like, man, I am so freaking pissed off at this company. How do you dare let a freaking trucker drive three freaking thousand miles for you and then hold his effing check back? You bastards, you ought to be freaking shut down today. And I'm I'm telling you, I am so freaking pissed off, and I guarantee everybody knows who I'm talking about. Everybody knows who that big company up there in northern Illinois is. They know who it is without me having to say who it is. But since I'm pumped up, let's move on. Moving on. Let's move on because if, if I'm being honest with you, I don't want this podcast to be me screaming about some scumbag company like that's been. ripping their drivers off. Like you've been doing. I'm going to come back to it, to this whole podcast. I'm going to mention it all through this podcast because one thing that makes me disgusted, Ruth Ann, is when anybody hires you and then doesn't pay you, it's like you're wasting my freaking time for your ass and they're still collecting their money for the damn miles the guy drove for. You know that the miles that this guy drove, they're collecting the money from from the brokers or the freighter wherever. You know that. Yes. 
So I'm just saying, BS, let's move on. Uh, moving on. Moving on. You know, we've had people email us and they go, we really like the way you guys say moving on. Yeah, I, I got an email um, this past week and she wants shirts made, moving on. So I'm going to have to let our little um, place that's going to be doing our, our, our stuff know that we got to have shirts that say moving on now. Our merch. Our merch, that's it. Yeah. I'm... I'm telling you, my thighs hurt. <laughs> we're we're at Epcot this week, and we've seen Blue October playing. Mm-hmm. We 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 follow Blue October, but more importantly, Ruth Ann and I, Ruth Ann, voluntarily signed up for a um, a monthly walk, mm-hmm. and so we've been doing like three four miles every day, and that's why Ruth Ann's little tushy's sore because I make sure she gets up and goes walking with me every morning, mm-hmm. and we took our little Boston Terrier. Oh, we did. We took we took Carmel today, and Carmel was, he was really good on his walk. But I'm not a like I like to walk, but I'm not a huge walker. Like I don't, I walk, but I don't like to be rush walked. You know, like I'm not one of those people that you see going and pumping their arms and doing the hey yo 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 yo. More importantly, I just wanted to tell everybody that, that the dog we took with us, Carmel Squirrel. His name is Carmel Squirrel. Mm-hmm. He's a Boston Terrier, and I always tell people never trust anybody from Boston because that dog. Is crazy. He is crazy. He tried to attack other dogs on the walk. But anyways, moving on. Let's talk he trucking. Was good. Let's talk trucking. Let's take a break. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. Hey drivers, are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed. When you're using DriveWise, check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Thank you. All right, we are back. Oh, you know what? 
Did I mention about that company screwing the driver? I'm just kidding. Um, you know what? I actually did want to mention one thing before I go on to the next topic. I wanted to give everybody the rates. I've been trying to do that lately. Um, today's spot market rates. Now, check this out. This says average paid rate. Flatbed's doing 251, which that was like, I think, 15 cents better than last week. That's decent news for flatbed because it's now spring, and that means there's more flatbed freight, which right. is pretty obvious. Right, but the weather changing. Exactly. Now, the average paid... On, this is on truckstop.com. The average paid dry van rate is $1.81. You, you, you cannot make money at $1.81. I mean, you can make it. You can make a dollar. You ain't going to make much. No, not now. Yeah. You're just not going to do it. You know, um, if you're working for a company and they're getting $1.81, and most likely on the spot market, they're not getting a surcharge. So it's a dollar eighty one. So if let's just say you're getting eighty percent, eighty percent of a dollar eighty one, and I'll just do it on my calculator real quick. This is what the driver's getting. Okay, so the average driver right now at eighty percent times what did I say? Dollar eighty one. One eighty one. That means that means the driver's getting a dollar forty four, almost a dollar forty five. That's total, because like I said, I doubt. In any way that they're getting a surcharge. They tell these guys they're getting a surcharge. Unless you're getting a separate surcharge check and they tell you it's built into it, that's bullshit too. I'm just letting everybody know that. So if you're on a lease purchase right now and you're on the spot market and you're getting 80% right now, you're running at $1.45 as an average. That's so, I mean, I want to just say it. So it's sad. It's Do the math. You're not going to make a lot of money on that, guys. All right. So moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. I'm oh, looking, wait, 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 wait. I'm looking I'm around. I'm so scatterbrained today. I forgot to give reefer, reefer rates. Average reefer rate paid is, is 205. So That's because everybody needs to eat. There you have the average rates right now. What were you saying? You're looking around. And what? I'm looking around. You know, we're, we're getting this. Our The studio is getting revamped. And I'm looking, just, you know, looking around. And up above Troy's head, where part of our one banner is is hanging, the guy that hung it left a tool, and that's not his; it's mine. It's your tool. Yeah, I was up there hanging that banner. Oh well, you left your tool up above your head, and it's my wire cutters. <laughs> All I, the more I, better to smack you on top. Is it, if, <laughs> is it the blue handle? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. I'm like looking. I'm like, what the heck? Okay. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. I do want to say something though real quick. Go ahead. You got your shout outs? I got shout outs, but the walk that we're doing is for the American Heart Association and St. Jude's Children Fund. I'm going to see if we can maybe do it for Checkers Final Mile or somewhere else. See if they would let, see if we could do some kind of fundraiser and put it on our site. Sure. What do you think? I think it sounds like a great idea. All right, cool. I'm going to do some shout outs. I have... HFA Trucking, Tom McClure. And this, just, so, McClure. just so you know, this is the shout outs from the Mats, the Louisville yes. Truck Show. We had too many people sign up at one time. Uh, right, we had a lot of people sign up for shout outs. So Ruthann's going to give like five or plus shout outs every week. So go ahead, Ruthann. I'm sorry. Start over with that guy. Um, it's HFA Trucking, and it looks like it says Tora McClure. Tora McClure. Right, and Mark Miller from Magnet Transport. Mark Miller from Magnet. Shout out to you, brother. Tom, or I'm sorry, Tim Bono. Tim Bono? Is he related to Sonny? No, this is Bono Labs. Bono Labs. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what Bono Labs is. I'm not sure. Shout out to Bono Labs. Okay, and this next one, Dollface Trucker. 
she is a survivor of human trafficking and she's going, she's been going around trying to promote herself to say, you know, especially to people that there is life after that. And she's trying to help a lot of other people that have come into certain circumstances like that to, mm. to go further. And she's got, I think a YouTube, um, YouTube channel and all going out. So check out Dollface Trucker. And her name is Dolph, Dollface Trucker. Mm-hmm. Beautiful woman. Right, and you you sat and talked with her, didn't you? I did. And so she's the one that was a human traffic victim. Yes, she was a victim of human trafficking, had a really, really tough time. Do you have her contact? Um, I have it in, in with our stuff, yes. Yeah, you. we should definitely see if she wants to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, we don't want to get into too much detail, but we I'm sure the listeners would love to hear what happened to her, especially if it, if it hovered around the trucking industry itself. Um, we talked a little bit, but you know, she was trying to promote herself going out there a little bit further. She was doing everything on her own. Like she had little red wristbands and stuff that she was handing out. So, um, she was trying to get as much out there as possible, but check out her YouTube video or her YouTube channel, Dollface Trucker. Um, like I said, she's a beautiful woman and maybe, maybe there's some more ways of getting some contact with her that way. And she's, she wants to help, um, women in the industry get out there a little bit more as far as, you know, from what I've been talking with her about. All right. So you go ahead and get a hold of her and ask her if she wants to come on the show. Will do. Right. Um, last one on this page is ORDP CDL Legal Protection, Tanya Hendricks or Hendricks. Tanya, shout out to your CDL. What is a CDL protection? Right. Okay. Awesome. You got anybody else? I have another sheet, so we're just going to leave it at that end, being that page. All right. Well, that's the shout-outs for the week, and we are back talking about trucking again, Ruth Ann. We are here. Trucking. Truckers. So, you know, I got a couple things I wanted to talk about, of course. you know. I was going to say, it's like common. Yeah. So check this out. Um, interesting article I found. Um, gosh. You know what happens when you think you... Found it. Does Does anybody know and met Troy? He's got like ADHD to the max. Yes. He's everywhere. I call him squirrel. All right. I've squirreled my way back. Okay. So check it out. Um, are you ready for the... Uh, in fact, we ran a live feed today mm-hmm. asking some advice. Not advice, but like concerns on this. I came across an article about driver-facing cameras. And, and, and you know, we've talked about it briefly before. And there's, there's trucking companies. In fact, most trucking companies do not have driver-facing cameras. Did you know that a lot of them get brakes um, when they do install the driver-facing cameras? They actually get a break from insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and you know, what's funny is, and I was reading a lot, and I'm going to read a little bit more. I'm going to read a little bit to you guys here in a second. But, you know, some, first off, they survey drivers on popularity, and believe it or not, out of you know a scale of one to ten, it was a one point seven three, which means it's almost a zero in popularity with truckers. They're like, screw that, we don't want inward facing cameras. Would you want them? Um, you know what? It that's I think that's a really hard thing to go with. I mean, I I would say if it comes with bonuses or certain other things, then I might say I would accept an inward facing camera with ideas that it only is on when the truck's moving. You're now in Ruth Ann's mind again. Welcome to the darkness. Yeah, I mean, I don't want someone... I Welcome. mean, if I'm driving, I don't care if they're watching me when I'm driving because it's going to protect me. That's how I look at it. Welcome in. She she drank the Kool-Aid. 
You know, it's I so took the red pill. It's so funny. You drank the Kool-Aid on that. It's going to protect me. You know what? It's really protecting insurance companies and trucking companies. It is. More than it is the driver. I'm going to tell you that right now. They, you know, if, if they see driver fault, then the driver can be sued also. But if I'm not doing anything wrong, how can they find out if it's a driver fault? But, you know, like I, I looked at one guy. He said on the blog, he said, you know, 25 years of safe driving awards, and here I am being babysat, being watched as I go down the road. And I'm going to tell you something. In this article that I read, I was really surprised because I was always under the impression that all these cameras are activated on an incident, hard braking. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you go off the road, you swerve. You know, something to that effect. Like a or- jolt. Exactly. Or there's a little impact. You know, maybe you get into an accident. It's supposed to cover like 15 minutes prior and then it locks and stays on or whatever the case is. Right. I was under that impression because most trucking companies that I've talked to in the past, they're like, nope, we we can't just watch people. It's it is strictly only on impact or something that's really happened. And so this is this article saying, no, there's actually two different kind. And the one is it's continuously recording you. So if you're going down the road and like, let's just, let's say for the hell of it. And, and actually, and they interviewed women too. And women were even more leery of being watched. Let's just say for the hell of it, you have a trucker lady that you hired and she's hot. I'm serious. Let's say she's hot and there's inward facing cameras. I would say there's probably a good chance somebody's trying to get a peeky peek. You know what I mean? Uh, while she's changing at night or something to that effect. Who knows? That's the way drivers think. Most of them on the blog were like, they're perverts. One guy's like, hey, if, if they're taking porn videos of me, I want to get cut in on the royalties. But that's what I'm saying. You when know? the truck's not moving, it should be turned off. Exactly. And a lot of times it's not. In fact, there's companies that tell you you're not allowed to cover them up even when you're stopped. Well, see, and that's where it's wrong. You, That's where it, there is a privacy issue. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. See, if it was me and I was parked somewhere and I had, well, I wouldn't drive for I, just me. I'm just telling you right now, unless you offered me super money, I'm talking about crazy money up, up above and beyond money. I, I I'm not driving for a car. Now the only other way that I would drive for a inward facing camera company is, is if they passed the law and that was the only way you could drive a truck that you had to accept that. Other than that, I'm not doing it. And somebody else said, you know, if they're going to do it for truckers, they really need to do it for everybody. Because mm-hmm. when you're driving down the road, how many people in cars and, and motor, even motorcycles, you see people going down the road, you know, um, doing selfies and talking going down the road while they're driving. You know, It's annoying me. I, I cannot stand seeing someone on their phone going down the road. And, and even if it's that they're going to go and pick up like to get a phone number or to, to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there's no excuse. Every one of your cell phones nowadays, you just ask them, call this person. What did Trooper Morris, or not Trooper, Sergeant Morris tell us in Kentucky what they're doing? They, they're using binoculars. They're up on the bridges using binoculars, and they're watching, especially truckers, to see if they're t- picking their phone up. Mm-hmm. It should be for everybody. Yeah. It really should. You know, I know a company right now, you have to have 24 months of trucking to get in. Mm-hmm. They don't have inward-facing cameras, but they've got a deal worked out with their insurance company. If you have 18 months, 
they can hire you if you agree to have an inward facing camera. So, you know, it's advantages. The only advantage to an inward facing camera is if you get into an accident and you're not doing anything wrong at the time. Okay. There is zero blame. Well, actually I shouldn't say it can't be zero blame because you could still be at blame and not be doing something wrong. You just maybe accident, you know, you run a yellow light and get into a collision and, and you weren't texting and driving, but you still got into an accident. It's still your damn fault. So, you know, to me, when I read this article, it sounds like more like um, it's really more of an advantage to the trucking company and to the actual insurance company. I'm going to read a little bit of it. It says, driver-facing cameras unpopular among truckers despite some benefits. And Landline is the uh, the writer of this article. It says, although sometimes helpful, but a, I'm sorry, although, although sometimes helpful from a legal and insurance perspective, truckers are not fond, not too fond of driver facing cameras, according to the latest study. Now, you know, and that was by the American Transportation Research Institute. How can you, why would you think that most guys would, would be even half wanting these damn things on them? It says in its study titled issues and opportunities with driver facing cameras, a T R I wanted to better understand trucker issues and perceptions associated with the use of driver-facing cameras. The study also looked into those cameras existing and potential role in claims and litigation. It says the short story, truckers do not like driver-facing cameras, but the technology can be useful in crash litigation. According to the study, the overall approval score among current users, truckers, they're saying 2.24, but later on, I think it says 1.73. It says on a scale of one, uh, 0 to 10. That means 2%. You're in that 2%. You are. Because you said, well, maybe if I was getting bonuses. And well, I mean, if I'm going to get paid a lot of money, but it, it's going it, to, it, like I said, it's got to really be worth it to me. I mean, I'm not just going to say, yeah, I don't have any problem with it. It's got to be a lot of stuff that goes with it. It says experience with a camera does often increase driver approval. Um, I guess the longer they have it. Because I've, like, the one guy wrote in and he said, Look, man, I was a bus driver in the city and I had three cameras on me. His name is Ben. And he said, But he said, You kind of almost forget about it. As long as you're doing the right thing, you kind of forget that they're even there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to forget they're there. I really wouldn't because of my temper. I would not want to forget their, you know. Um, it says, truck drivers have several concerns regarding driver-facing cameras, many of which deal with privacy issues. And, of course, that's the main thing, you know. Nobody wants to be babysat. Current truck driver usage rate driver-facing cameras privacy protection at only 1.73 out of 10. 17% of drivers suggested that driver acceptance would improve if cameras were always off when their truck is not moving. So 17%, let's just say out of 100 drivers surveyed, or 170 out of 1,000 said, if the truck's parked and the, the, the camera's turned off, I don't, I, you know, I, I could be more acceptant of the camera. But if the camera's not, if the camera's not on, or the, if the camera's on, even when I'm parked, 
I would not really want to have it. So some of them are saying, yeah, maybe if 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 you turn it off when it's not running. Yeah, see, I don't understand how it would, why should it even be on when you're not moving? I mean, that's that's your bedroom. I mean, do they want do, do they want cameras in their in in their bedroom? No. Would the company want cameras in their bedroom? No. Well, some might. No. It says legal and insurance experts had a different opinion. According to the surveys of both legal and insurance experts, driver-facing cameras footage exonerates drivers in 52% of insurance claims and 49% of litigation cases, as well as leading to settlements in 86% of the cases. So they're saying, the insurance company's going, well, you know, it, it exonerates the driver in in 52% of all these accident claims. You know, we look at the camera, and I don't believe that. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't believe that because you look at the driver and he's he's facing the road, he's not doing anything wrong, that that exonerated him. I don't if 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 there's a question of of the accident, the outward facing camera is probably going to exonerate the See drivers don't mind if a camera's sitting on the hood and it's facing the traffic because, you know, guys cut you off all the time. That's when you definitely need a camera. I mean, I agree with that, don't you? Yeah, I do. So, if you think about it, you know, I don't believe I don't believe that insurance stat. I don't I don't believe that 52% of these insurance companies that have actual data that say 52% of all accidents the inward facing camera exonerated the driver. I I don't I think that's BS. I don't I I, I truly believe that the accident was exonerated because the outside camera showed the events of the accident. The inside, all the inside is going to show is, was the driver on his phone? Was he texting? Was he doing anything wrong? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that, too. As far as the outward-facing camera would be logical, but if they knew there was an inward-facing one, the lawyer could argue that. I mean, it's just a matter of the argument there. Yeah, the, the lawyer could say, well, and plus he's he's doing what he's supposed to, that you can show that. But I think if if the court looks at, if you have this in court, these these this accident, and and yeah, sure, they're going to say, okay, the driver's doing what he's doing. But they're they're more interested in seeing the events of the accident. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you? I mean, that's, I think, don't you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think the only way that it would show, like if there was... Um, certain circumstances where they think that the inward part of it, I, I just, I can't see some of what you're saying. Okay, let's move on. You ready to move on? Moving on. Moving on. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team and students welcome plus a full benefit package for you and your family check them out today at 888-311-7076 that's 888-7076 and tell them talk cdl sent you are you a trucking company that is needing to hire class a cdl drivers then you've come to the right place with over 25 years of recruiting truckers Diesel jockeys can have qualified drivers scheduled for your next orientation. They work with carriers that need solos, teams, and student drivers looking for local, regional, OTR, company, and lease purchase positions anywhere in the United States. 
Check them out today at www.dieseljockeys.com. That's www.dieseljockeys.com. In New York City, everybody's favorite place. Only in the borough that has the best food. <laughs> they all have good food. They well, that's why food. I said, because each person has their own idea on where it has the best food. So that's why I'm like, only the ones that have the best food. Because yeah. then that way it's each driver's own individual. Well, in New York City, there's an article on the truck parking. We already know the truck parking situation is insane. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody knows that in New York City, they have that snitching program now where if you see a trucker idling and you go and you sit and time it and call the police, right, and, and have it timed. And, or actually, if you just video them for over two or three minutes idling and then you take it to the borough, they pay you. You get paid like 50% of the fine or whatever that they get from the trucker. I don't Something know. like that. Yeah, it's just pretty nasty. Some guy, one guy made like a hundred grand last year. They said, but the one guy said you get punched in the face a lot. I'm serious. I read the articles on that. Mm-hmm. If you're part of the snitching program, you know most likely if you've made a lot of money on snitching out truckers, you've been punched in the face before. Because this one guy said he's been hit several times and chased. You know because you know if you're a trucker sleeping, you don't have anywhere to park. And, and I've delivered in New York City a million times. Sometimes they got you waiting on the damn street forever, and and all of a sudden some jackass in 40 degree weather is is gonna try to make um, you know 50 percent of my 400 dollar fine that I could get if you film me doing it mm-hmm. and and you know what's going to happen if some you see the guy standing beside your truck videoing your truck with a timer damn well most truckers are going to get out and smack you upside the head i would believe so just like that especially if they're in new york i mean their their patients are already thin yeah the one thing about new yorkers and no everybody's got at least a little bit of a fearless streak in them because they've been dealing with each other for so long man you go to new york you better know how to argue good. <laughs> and if you're a New Yorker ratting on a New Yorker or even a trucker coming from somewhere else, I'm they're going to kick your ass. If if you're trying to, you know, screw them and all they're there is to deliver the freight that you might be needing. Right? Correct. So anyways, what's going on is in these neighborhoods it says now, now this ain't the snitching thing that I want to talk about real quick just for a second. It says giant trucks um plague Southeast Queens say local activists who gripe that city council proposals to redesign New York's truck routes and provide truckers with parking uh, spaces overlook the problem entirely. By law, trucks with 53-foot trailers aren't supposed to be in residential streets. So in New York City, you're not even supposed to be in the city unless you have a permit. Correct. So... And just to get to the point of this, this these neighborhoods, you know, if you're on your off time and you can get your truck into a bunch of spaces or a little parking lot right there in Queens or whatever the case is, and you're home for the weekend, and the next morning, right, you go to leave. Because, you know, what time do most truckers get up and leave, you know, when they're getting ready to leave for the week? Um, early in the morning. Exactly. So... This one lady wrote, what happens is she said, there are entire neighborhoods coming out at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning to help trucks negotiate turns. See, the problem is at 
three o'clock in the morning, everybody's home and they're parked in New York City. And the and if you've driven a tractor trailer in New York City and you try to get around some of these turns when everybody's parked all the way to the corner, you can't you can't get around. You cannot get around. And so this one lady wrote, "You there's been several times where you get a knock on the door. If you're the car that comes home on a Friday for the weekend, you know, you're coming home from work and you park and you're the last one to park, most likely you get the corner spot, mm-hmm. the one nobody wants. And so you have your car parked in the corner. Knock, knock, knock at three o'clock in the morning. Guess what? It's a trucker saying, hey, can you move your car? Because they can't get around the turn. They cannot get around the turn without taking your front quarter panel off. And she said several people have got up the next morning to go to work and part of their car is missing because of being sideswiped by a trucker. So you got truckers that are kind enough to knock on the door and say, hey, I'm really sorry. Can you move your car? I got to get off this street. I can't get around with your car in the way. And there's some that are like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. You know, it's an old trailer. I don't care. Right. And who's going to see it anyways? Exactly. Exactly right. So um, what what is the resolution to that? Well, we know one of our sponsors is truckparkingclub.com. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're trying. I mean, there's companies out there that are trying to really bring back the truck parking for everybody. I know a lot of truckers leave their trucks in New Jersey and then they catch an Uber over to the city. So um, bottom line is, guys and gals, it sounds like the cities are starting to crack down pretty good right now. They said last year they did a big sweep in the city and we're finding everybody that was parked, you know, with a 53-foot trailer. So be careful, drivers, because a lot of them got towed. A lot of these, these are guys that are residents in New York City. So if you're listening, um, yeah, they may have done a sweep and you may feel safe. Okay, and it's not just New York City. Nashville's another one, you know, um, every city in New Jersey, a lot of these cities, Atlanta, if you're bringing your truck home and you think you're safe right now, be careful. You may get up and it may be towed or there may be a boot on it. Like Ruthann was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And there may be a big fine to go with it and it just isn't worth it. So I know it sucks to be a trucker living in, you know what I would do if I was a trucker living in the city, Ruthann? Move. I don't know. What, <laughs> what was your answer? Move. <laughs> Seriously, that was my answer, too. <laughs> I'd move. I wouldn't even be in the city. Guys, I mean, I'm sorry. If you have family in the city, who cares? Big deal. Move. If you're in New York City, move into the, move an hour away into this into an area where you could park your damn truck and, and, and not have to be up against each other. Go visit your family. How often do you go see them anyways? You know what I mean? If you're over-the-road trucker. I would. I'd move out of the city. That's a good advice for them. Move. Yeah, that's that's the podcast for the week, by the way. Y'all hear that? He said that's good advice. That was good advice from Miss Ruth Ann. Do you have the word of the day? I do. Let's hear it. Is it a good one? It's one that can be used. Really? In trucking or just everywhere? Everywhere. I mean, drivers can have use this this word with, with when they're having a conversation with people. Let's hear it. Paramnesia. Paramnesia? Paramnesia. Paramnesia? Paramnesia. I wonder what that means. Well, I'll tell you. It means a condition or phenomenon involving distorted memory or confusions of fact and fantasy, such as... Oops, my thing's... I know who's going to use that word a lot. Like, if you have deja vu. Okay, read the definition one more time, I'm serious. A condition or phenomenon 
involving distorted memory or confusions of fact and fantasy, such as confabulation or deja vu. Okay, so I imagine you're going to use that on me a lot because you think that I have. Distorted memory? <laughs> okay. Paramnesia. Paramnesia. Troy up. Paramnesia. All right. Paramnesia. We, and, and just say thank you to everybody. I mean that. Everybody thank came out. You. Yeah. Everybody came out to the show. Everybody, the, the emails are awesome that we get. In fact, you found that one email today. You're like, I didn't even see this one. And it, and it was a lady that her, her and her husband are starting a blog. Yeah. And a YouTube channel. And they're going to be out running the country, filming themselves. They were writing into us. So awesome. Thank you to everybody that watches the show and literally sends us emails all the time and pictures and videos. We just love you guys. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.